Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is the Tom Hartman Program. My old buddy Dino Badala, my colleague on Sirius XM Radio on this on this very channel, the Progress Channel, whose show is every night. 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time, but I'm moving to noon. No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> As my heart comes out of my mouth. <laughs> right. Uh, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. and Eastern Time, and it replays different time. Of course, it's on demand. That's when I'm there. Bye. Cool. Okay. My yeah. And and Dean, you are a lawyer, and I remember when Congress passed the COVID-19 Consumer Protection Act. That was back in December of last year, and there was a couple of actions that they took against somebody who was peddling hydroxychloroquine or something like that. They have gone after some online hustlers around COVID-19, but you're taking this a whole big step forward. So first of all, if I got any of that wrong, correct me and then tell us what you're up to. What we're seeing is, and everyone has watched this happen, Fox News has made a business decision because they're a for-profit business. So they made a choice to sell misinformation to their viewers about the COVID vaccine. And we all know that, but Media Matters on Friday came out with a great report quantifying it. Between June 28th and July 11th, nearly 60% of their segments were designed to convince people not to get the vaccine. It ranged from literally Janine Pirro saying, they're coming to your door to find out if you're taking the vaccine, but then they're going to take your guns. Like literally saying that to, it's about your freedom, to trying to heighten fears about the vaccine or saying it was unnecessary, like Laura Ingram's touting natural immunity and the like. So it made me say, what more can I do than just write about this and talk about it on the show? So I did some research, and I researched the COVID-19 Consumer Protection Act, which is under the auspices of the Federal Trade Commission. And I really believe, as a lawyer, I had a good faith basis to file a complaint against them, which I'm going to encourage everyone else to file as well. It takes you three or four minutes, because the COVID-19 Consumer Protection Act says that it is illegal to engage in, quote, deceptive act or practices in or affecting commerce associated with the treatment, cure, prevention, mitigation, or diagnosis of COVID-19. And the reason Fox News is engaged in commerce is that they sell a product. They sell information. And they sell it to people who pay for it because you subscribe to cable news. That's how you get It's not free. So this is a consumer transaction. And to me, I really believe it fits within the spirit of this law, which is to protect consumers from people trying to profit off lying about the vaccine, about COVID, about the risk, peddling products that don't work. So I filed a complaint, and my hope is they open an investigation. So, Dean, I looked at your complaint, 
you know, I saw the article. I followed a Twitter link of yours. And if you right. don't follow Dean on Twitter, you should do it. It's Dean Obadala Twitter, and a website is deanofradio.com. You can check that out. I was uncomfortable simply copying and pasting your language. Is that something you would encourage or would you discourage? No, you, you can because it's everything I wrote. And if people and people have been emailing me, dean at deanofradio.com, D-E-A-N at deanofradio.com. And I'll send you the template that I, which has the link where you can fill it out. Cool. The boxes you check right away. And there's the comment section. You can put your own language there. You can copy what I'll send you, parts of it, none of it, edit it around, change it around. But everything I write is based on facts. I mean, you know, Rudy Giuliani getting disbarred, at least temporarily suspended, is a wake-up call for lawyers and that you can't make up facts. I'm using the real facts. I'm arguing to expand the law to include TV. It's up to the FTC if they want to do an investigation. I hope their new chair, Lena Khan, will take this seriously if enough people file an investigation. It's not going to shut Fox News down. It's not silences Fox News. It's simply to stop deceptive information on the vaccine. They're going to lie about everything else. That's what they do. So be it. This is politics. We'll find so, it out. So We're not about health misleading people. So uh, my attorney friend, <laughs> please, <laughs> please give me the details here. The COVID-19 Consumer Protection Act, does it require mm-hmm. that if any of us choose to respond to that law, that we have to go through the Federal Trade Commission? Or does it also empower Let's say, for example, that somebody in my family, thankfully this has not happened in my family, but if right. somebody in my family was a, you know, a, a COVID denier or whatever, got sick and died, or got sick mm-hmm. and ended up with a $400,000 medical bill, um, could they sue or could I sue on their behalf anybody who was pitching COVID disinformation? Or, I mean, are there, does this law provide for class action lawsuits? Does does it establish any kind of a baseline or or threshold or system or whatever for going after uh, not just Fox News, but anybody else who's pitching this and and, and, and including politicians, although I, I realize that they have a lot of First Amendment protections. How expansive is it? What are the parameters of how people can be fighting back using the law? What you're doing is trying to get the FTC to do an investigation, to launch it first. Their powers are broad. They can get an injunction, which they did against someone who was marketing a false product to cure COVID. They can get civil penalties. If someone doesn't comply with the penalties or the injunction, they could imprison people. They're not going to act as your lawyer. If you have a personal wrong, if your family suffered a loss because of lies from Fox News, you'd have to talk to a private attorney. As a lawyer, I'll say it's a hard case to make that one. This is different. This is protecting consumers in general. Their consumers are their viewers. They pay for the information by subscribing to cable news. And doctors, as I cite in my article, have said their patients said, I won't get a vaccine because Fox News told me it's not safe. So you have this causation. So I think at the very least, the FTC should do an investigation. It does not create a private cause of action for me to sue Fox News or others who lie about this. Mm-hmm. If you're selling a product, if it's for profit, if it's in commerce, then it's within the scope of the FTC mandate under this new expanded protection, which is only in effect during the emergency, which is still going on right now. We have an uptick in people getting sick, hospitalized, and dying. And literally last night, Tucker Carlson on his show ran a segment talking about how many people have died from the vaccine. Not from the disease, but from the vaccine, again, intending there to scare people. There's no counterbalance. This is night after night. They're doing it. And every now and then they say one positive thing and people applaud them. It's a business decision coming up from high at Fox's. It has to be. Yeah, it's got to come out of the Murdoch family. 
Do you know of anybody who's organizing things like class action lawsuits, or is that just out in outer space here? There were some lawsuits early on against Fox for telling people don't take the vaccines, not, not the vaccine, the disease seriously. Mm. Some of them were thrown out of court. That's a hard case to make when someone's on TV saying things like that. To me, because we have this new law that just went into effect, it's protect consumers from false information surrounding the vaccine or the disease from people who are trying to profit from it. Yeah. It fits within the mandate of why I follow this complaint. Again, I hope people, if you want to email me, dean at deanofradio.com, I'll send you my one-page template. You can copy what you want, use what you want. If enough of us file, I hope it simply triggers an investigation that gets more press, and maybe it causes Fox News to say the lives of our viewers are more important than a little bit more profit. Yeah, amen. Or that this might hurt our profits. DeanofRadio.com is the website, Dean Obadala on Twitter. And, of course, every night from 6 to 9 p.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 p.m. Pacific on Sirius XM Progress, Channel 127, the great Dean Obadala. Dean, thanks for dropping by. It's great talking to you. Nice talking to you, Tom. Always nice talking with you. You're listening to Tom Hartman. Visit TomHartman.com for audio and video archives. Do you have friends or family who you think have been harmed by vaccine misinformation? What have you, have you succeeded in doing anything about it? There is some really shocking news. I find this really fascinating. Steve Scalise, the Republican from Louisiana, who, who once said that he was David Duke without the baggage, he is now the either number two or number three. I think I might have changed with Liz Cheney getting kicked out. I, I believe he's number two now in the Republican power structure in the U.S. House of Representatives. He got his vaccine on Sunday publicly. He invited photographers, the news media come in, hey, see me get vaccinated. Why? What's going on? John Aravosis is, I saw this tweet this morning. I thought, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm wondering the same thing. He says, uh, for everyone saying that Republicans are not for now freaking out because of the co uh, uh, about COVID because it's killing their base, they knew it was killing their base a year ago. They didn't care. Something has happened in the last week that has scared the hell out of the Republican Party, and I want to know what it is, tweets John Aravosis. Now, you'll recall... I believe it was on Monday. I, uh, my op-ed for the day over at HartmanReport.com was, or perhaps it was last Friday, was that death is an electoral strategy. The, the GOP is literally using death and disease as an electoral strategy to try to crash the economy and blame that on Joe Biden and say that he's bungled the handling of the COVID uh, crisis and the pandemic and all this kind of stuff. And in fact, it looked like it was starting to work. You'll recall you know, the Dow dropped 700 points on Monday. I've been saying this, by the way, since last May or June, you know, when it became obvious that the Trump, I mean, a year ago, May and June, when it became obvious that the Trump administration and right-wing media had shifted prior to April 7th, you know, from, from January 20th to April 7th of 2020, of a year ago, Right-wing media and the Republican Party were saying, hey, we should be concerned about this, uh, this new, brand-new virus, this COVID, this SARS-CoV-19 thing. And uh, they were going to mail five masks to everybody in America. They had the post office all set up to do it. They had the orders in. They were all ready to go. They, were, they, you know, they, were, they had shut down the economy in the second week of March of 2020, of a year ago. And then on April 7th, 
The New York Times, The Washington Post, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, all of them, right across the board, the LA Times, the Chicago Tribune, all of them, their headline, their front page headline that day, and the main story, public broadcasting, was new study shows COVID kills more black people than white people. Disproportionate deaths in, among communities of color, African Americans, Hispanics, Native Americans in particular. And the whole right wing just did a, what? And during that following two-week period, and I've documented this in several of the pieces that I've written over at HartmanReport.com, it's fairly easy to find, and other places as well, and I've talked about this at length on this program, Rush Limbaugh came out and said, oh, there's a racial factor here. And suddenly he was now saying, oh, it's maybe this COVID is not such a big deal. The White House canceled the masks they were going to send to people. I mean, so letting people die as part of their strategy for dealing with the pandemic really goes back to April of, of last year for the Republican Party. The Republican Party and Fox so-called news and, and Tucker Carlson and all these guys have been just pounding on don't get vaccinated. You know, it'll it'll mutate your DNA or it'll make you magnetic or it'll it'll cause you to shed spike proteins and all these weird, bizarre conspiracy fantasies that they're promoting to, to cause people to be reluctant to get vaccinated. And something has happened in the last week. And now you're starting to hear Republicans say, you know, you really need to get vaccinated. Sean Hannity, a couple days ago on Fox News, completely changed his tune. This morning, Chuck Grassley tweeted out, the, the Republican senator from the senior senator from Iowa. I've said this to several Iowa reporters again this week, but I'll amplify it here on Twitter. I encourage all, and he puts all in all caps, all eligible Iowans slash Americans to get vaccinated. The Delta variant scares me, so I hope those who haven't been vaccinated will reconsider. Is it just that simple? That the Delta variant is now, you know, is now just like so contagious that it's sweeping across red state America. And now it's becoming obvious now that they're, you know, CNN is doing comparisons. Here's a map of counties that Donald Trump won. And here's a map, you know, with all the counties that Donald Trump won in red. And here's a map of all the counties in the United States where the Delta variant is really starting to burn through and fill up hospitals. And they're in red. And gee, when you compare these two maps, they're identical. Is that it? Are Republicans finally realizing that their strategy of trying to crash the economy and blame it on Biden by letting people get sick and die is backfiring on them because it's become so obvious that that's what they're up to? Or is it that some of these Republicans actually believed their own BS? I mean, Steve Scalise didn't get vaccinated until four or five days ago. He's had access to this information for a year. Earlier today, one of these Republican members of Congress, was, uh, you know, who's a physician, in fact, was complaining on, I believe it was on Fox, it might have been one of the other networks, was saying, well, why doesn't the news media ever ask the Democrats if they're vaccinated? Why do they only ask Republicans? See, half of the Republicans in Congress refuse to say if they're vaccinated. It only appears that only about 44% of them are vaccinated. But fully half of them refused to even say as of a week or so ago. So this guy is coming out and saying, well, why don't they ask the Democrats? Well, they did. In May of this year, that's two months ago, 
The Democratic caucus in the U.S. House of Representatives announced that 100% of their members were vaccinated. And every single Democrat in the Senate was vaccinated. And it looks like Republicans are just now figuring this out. Oh, this death and disease that is striking across America, we created and it's entirely partisan and we're gonna get blamed for it. We thought we could crash the economy and blame it on Joe Biden. Is this now, this sudden, oh my God, let's all get vaccinated. Fox now has a, has a, has a vaccine passport. If you're gonna work at Fox, you gotta show your vaccine passport to get into the building, apparently. They call it the Fox Clear Pass. Is the reason that the Republican Party and Republicans and, and right-wing media are all of a sudden saying, hey, maybe it's time to get vaccinated, not across the board, but many of them, is the reason that the stock market went down on Monday, but it came back up on Tuesday and Wednesday. It's back up above where it was before it crashed on Monday now. So is it that they're looking at this strategy of let's have death and destruction to crash the stock market so that we can blame it on Joe Biden and then we get reelected next year. Is it that that strategy just blew up in their face? And so now they're saying, oh, <laughs> well, I guess <laughs> forget what we said. We didn't really mean it. We were just joking. <laughs> and why, not, why aren't Democrats saying if they're vaccinated? Is that it? Or am I missing something here? Is there something else going on that I'm, I'm, I'm completely missing? It appears to me that there's this massive recalibration going on for the Republicans to try to get ready for the election. What do you think? Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessible from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Just head over to netsuite.com slash Hartman with two N's. netsuite.com slash Hartman. That's netsuite.com slash Hartman. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Marge in Galveston, Texas. Hey, Marge, thanks for watching us on Free Speech TV. What's on your mind today? Hi, Tom. This is regarding why some of the Republicans suddenly have started to do a 180 on their vaccine policy. Mm -hmm. I believe it is all about Darwin's natural selection theory, the process whereby organisms 
better adapted to their environment tend to survive and produce more offspring. I think these Republicans suddenly have realized that the theory is true, that the nature is selecting Democrat voters over Republican voters in a dramatic way. So I basically agree with you and with one of your callers, who previous callers, who was talking about numbers, how many Republicans would die versus Democrat voters. The guy who said that you can't win if you're, he said it so elegantly, and I forget the exact phrase, but you can't, that's right, you can't win elections if you don't have voters. Thank you, Sean. Marge, I think, I, you know, I think there's a lot to that. It may well be the case that they've figured out that, you know, trying to use this as a political wedge issue, essentially, has just failed. And so now it's, you know, it's, it's plan B time. That's fascinating. Thank you, Marge. David in Los Angeles. Hey, David, what's up? This is the purpose of propaganda, and that is it is weaponized information. Yes. That has deadly consequences. Yes. Now, they do engage in a blood sport, such as their politics, which ties into the propaganda, that has a death component to it that translate into the policies that kill people. Yep. You know, in the last time we spoke, Tom, I think I was sharing with you that it appears to me as though white people, in America in particular, begrudge black people having health care and how sick how deadly is that oh that's right? uh, racism has been at the foundation it, it has been the principal pillar of republican well of conservative because it was the democrats pre-1965 opposition to a national health care program it's uh, it was it was pure racism that prevented harry truman from getting a single payer program or franklin roosevelt or jack kennedy yeah, absolutely, David. Absolutely. And I chronicle it in my, in my new book on healthcare, on American healthcare. Carol in Seattle. Hey, Carol, what's on your mind today? Hey, Tom. Yes, I'm thinking uh, the GOP is realizing that their states are dying. Like now it's affecting them, you know, mm-hmm. like, like the same thing that happened last year that you, you noticed that pattern, you know. Uh, but it was uh, the white people in the red state now. Right. And also, uh, they can't afford to lose anybody in the House and Senate or probably anywhere. So there's a little, I don't know which one is which, but they, they can't afford to lose anyone, really. <laughs> I think, no, so, you know, it's like the, the really simple explanation might just be that the Republican Party has, has figured out or the polling is telling them that getting vaccinated and protecting America is a politically winning strategy as opposed to being the contrarians. Yeah, and they've been also part of the, they believe the lie, too. You know, the, the lies about um, reaching herd immunity and yeah. how that doesn't work with this virus. And, you know, there's a lot that they're probably now just realizing, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to get blamed for this. You know, maybe yeah. that's it. I don't know. There's I, a lot. There. I think so. I think that's a big piece yeah. of it. I think that's a big piece yeah. of it. Carol, thank you. Thanks for participating in the conversation. It's great to hear from you. James, you want to try it again in Spokane? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry about that. That's totally okay. on me. What's up? Uh, look, uh, talking about trust in government or anything of that nature or quality of government and, and uh, the right thing in government, mm-hmm. there's been nothing eroded that than the war on drugs. Nothing's been more detrimental to that. It's been going on for 100 years. The Harrison Narcotics Act, I just noticed this, went into effect in 1914, Tom. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. Harry, An- well, Harry Anslinger was doing his work in the late teens and the early 20s, wasn't it? 
Yeah, I think I think that's exactly right. for madness right. time. Nobody even mentioned it's been over a hundred years now. Let me give you some factors, some uh, some facts, statistics that went on during the Volstead Act. You know, the uh, Prohibition Bureau mm-hmm. during, during the eleven years from uh, well during the first eleven years, they hired eighteen thousand people. They had to terminate twelve thousand of them because of quote unquote without prejudice. And another 1,600 are dismissed for bribery, extortion, theft, falsification of records, conspiracy, forgery, and perjury. Yeah, well, you're so talking about the people who were hired to go out and, and break down or arrest people running stills or selling illegal liquor. And it just didn't work because pretty much everybody wanted to have a drink, it seems. Yes, and, and corruption in the government bureaus related to that. Yeah. And people turning a blind eye and people yeah. getting sweetheart deals and being bribed. And again, it's been going on for over 100 years, Tom. Yeah. So, I mean, trust in government? Come on. Yeah. No, I get it. And, and I think that uh, the Biden administration proposing to decriminalize marijuana legally or, you know, uh, nationwide, change, change the laws yeah. is a good step. I mean, you that'll, know, it's that'll be a nice step. Uh, and, and, and what we did here in Oregon, I mean, we've decriminalized possession of small amounts of all drugs now in Oregon. Amen. It's it's a it's Amen. a traffic ticket if you're if you're busted with a little bit of I mean fill in the blanks I'm talking serious you know like LSD or heroin or something um, you know uh, uh, which I think are in completely different separate categories. Petty crime, yeah. petty crime should petty go crime. down. There you go, James. Thank you for the call. I I, uh, I completely agree. Rich and Cedra Woolley, Wash, uh, that's Washington State, right, Rich? Yes, it is, sir. Hey, what's up? So a lot of a lot has been said today about uh, greed being the motivator for the Republicans to change their tune. Um, well, I'd say even Hannity can understand. You know, COVID up, stock market down has a bad effect on his uh, stock portfolio. But uh, you think about the corporations that have invested heavily in anti-union, low-tax, redneck, anti-vax states, say like Packard or Boeing, who have manufacturing facilities there, or Amazon, who are looking at the decimation of their workforce, mm. you know, this, and, and affecting their profits, they can read a bottom line, too. So I think that's... I think the so this goes back to the theory that the, that some big, big fat cat Republican donors, some of the morbidly rich Republican donors who shower money on Republican candidates are 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 financially getting hurt by this fourth wave of covid. And they're calling up their Republican donees, their 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 wholly owned little subsidiaries and saying, hey, get with the program here. Yeah, so people are overthinking this. It's simple greed it's dirty money yeah. that's all it comes down to yeah. i could change gears. Uh, you're talking about supply or not supply chain but uh economic displacement mm-hmm. from climate global change. warming yeah yeah um i live i work in the uh yeah, i live in the uh supply chain and just uh looking at the effects of our little cold snap down in texas there um first it started people the lumber supply got short. You know, now we're mm-hmm. paying $75 a sheet if you or I want to go down to... It's because so many homes down in Texas are being rebuilt. Right. But you can see the sequence. It was First, it was a structural. It was lumber went up. Mm-hmm. And then drywall was in short supply. Right. People were complaining about that. Hardware all the way through it. And now it's paint and uh the built your built-in appliances like your furnaces your air conditioners your water heaters people are 
complaining about short supply of this. So it's just like the, watching the process of people rebuilding their homes in Texas. Right. It, it's happening right in front of my face. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it makes per it absolutely makes perfect sense, Rich. Boy, a lot to talk about today, huh? Kelly in Los Gatos, California. Hey, Kelly, what's up? Hey, Tom. You know, I work for a living, and the more service I provide, the more I make. But the insurance company's business model is the less service they provide, the more they make. You're right. And that's the scam right there. And we've saddled our health care system with this scam. Yeah, I don't it's, know how more plainly I can put it. Yeah, economists call it a perverse incentive. We have set up a system where if healthcare companies want to show quarterly billion-dollar profits, they have to do so by refusing to cover health, <laughs> the health expenses of the people who sign up with them. And uh, it's like, why, do, why have we chose this as our national system? Well, a large part of it, as I was talking with a caller just a minute ago, David, uh, is, is racism. I, this is... When I started researching this, this new book, The Hidden History of American Healthcare, Why Sickness Bankrupts You and Makes Other People Insanely Rich, I was astonished to discover that the reason why, I mean, Teddy Roosevelt, right, a Republican Roosevelt talked about a single-payer healthcare system. Franklin Roosevelt talked about a single-payer healthcare system. Harry Truman actually proposed a, a single-payer healthcare system. Jack Kennedy pitched for a single-payer healthcare system. Lyndon Johnson tried to get, tried to establish Medicare and Medicaid in a way that could cover every American, you know, within a decade. Um, Jimmy Carter wanted to expand a healthcare system. Bill Clinton uh, kind of got mixed up, and you know he ended up not going for a single-payer healthcare system, but going for a uh, you know one that involved the health insurance companies, as did Barack Obama. But but right across the board, every single one of these efforts that have been made by basically progressives. I mean, you know, uh, Teddy Roosevelt was a Republican. But every single one of these efforts that have been made by progressives to bring health care to the United States has been opposed by white politicians saying that they don't want the black people in their states or their districts to have access to health care. And in fact, throughout the late 1800s and the early 20th century, the early 1900s, the, uh, you, you had this, this guy, Frederick Hoffman, uh, literally running around the country. He was a vice president with a prudential company. Um, as spouting this race extinction theory that African Americans were genetically inferior and therefore if we just didn't give them health care they would all die out and that would quote solve the race problem in America that's that's what Hoffman was was selling he wrote a book about it called race traits of the American Negro he, he uh, had booklets on it he gave speeches on it um, his health insurance company was promoting this the Prudential I mean, it's just, the history is just mind-boggling, Kelly, when you get into it. It's become a pathway to oligarchy also. It, it has. It absolutely has. And, and, well, you know, like the former CEO of United Health, who, you know, Dollar Bill McGuire, who took $1.6 billion, had to give back a couple hundred million dollars when the, when the uh, I believe it was the uh, Federal, the Security and Exchange Commission came after him and said, oh, no, you can't do that. You're, you know, that's illegal. Alejandro in Miami. Hey, Alejandro, what's up? I just wanted to talk about the whole uh, 180, the change of, you know, the reversal in the Republican mm -hmm. conservative or proposition against vaccines. I just, like, this is what I always, I guess, always had that, was wondering ever since, you know, you, 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 I know you've been saying this for a while, that about obviously the Republicans are against, 
you know, the vaccine being widespread because, you know, they want to hurt Joe Biden and the economy and all that stuff. But then my counter to that has always been, but wait a minute, the virus doesn't care who it's infected. It affects everyone. It's not like, you know, it's almost like the reverse eugenics. White people don't have a superior immune system to anyone else. So they're going to get hit no matter what. And, of course, you have my governor, like in Florida, Ron DeSantis, freaking out because we're the epicenter of the pandemic now with one out of five cases occurring in Florida alone. That's amazing. So, yeah, I think freaking out. Yeah. One out of five uh, new cases in Florida. That's breathtaking. Alejandro, always nice to hear from you. Thank you for the call. Chaz in Lakewood, Washington. Hey, Chaz, what's up? Buenos dias, mi amigo. Hey, how are you? Well, Tom, I think we're about a week or two away from a red state die-off, and the RNC has got deep pockets. They know that this is coming down the road, and they don't want to be plastered by their constituency uh, as liars, says, holy cow, wait a second, these people we trusted, these people, uh, can you explain this to me? Who the heck is donating to a millionaire for a presidential campaign that's going to go nowhere? Back to the topic. <laughs> um, look, Fox News is meeting with the White House, and Dean's got a suit against them. They're starting to see the handwriting on the wall, and I don't suppose that Newsmax and OANN is going to see it pretty soon, mm. where it's like, you know, we uh, don't want to be lambasted as the people who led, uh, you know, thousands of Americans down the path. Uh, and, and you know what? Let's go one step beyond that. Let's say that they don't die. Now they've got long haul syndrome. And a lot of them are going, you know, what really handy about now is universal health care. Mm, yeah. Yeah, the more people who get sick, the more medical expenses, the more pressure there is for Medicare for all. That's an interesting take. Whew. Susie watching Free Speech TV in Palest is it Palestine or Palatine, Texas? Palestine. Palestine, okay. Hey, Susie, what's yes, up? Sir. Uh, I just wanted to give my viewpoint on what you're saying about uh, some of the GOP mm -hmm. stating you should get vaccinated now. My opinion is that they're scared. Sean Hannity, Fox News, GOP members, they're worried that they're going to get sued or whatever. Uh, and so now they feel they've given this enough time, you know, to make it look like uh, the economy's failing and all this. So now they're going to change course and uh, say people get vaccinated. So their base, you know, who's kind of dying off, will get vaccinated. And then they can take credit when the economy starts to bounce back again. Well, we told people. So now we can take credit for everything turning around instead of the Biden administration. Well, that's a great that's my take. I, I think that, I, you know, number one, it might be that they're afraid of being sued. And uh, that had not occurred to me, but that makes perfect sense, uh, you know, particularly the guys in the media, but also some yeah. of the politicians. And, and number exactly. two, if you're right, and, and, you know, this whole strategy is shifting, we will know if later in the week, I mean, this, this, sometimes these things, the political messaging takes a week or two to kind of evolve. But I, I think right. the tell will be, Susie, if they start using the phrase, the Trump vaccine. If they start crediting Donald yeah. Trump for the vaccine, if they try to start talking like, hey, the Republican Party brought you this vaccine, you should be thanking us, not the Democrats. Yeah. If they start exactly. messaging that, then we know. That's true. And then uh, 
please let our congressmen know they need to hunker down on it and accuse them of what they said before and that <laughs> they can't take credit for it. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, you know, uh, Operation Warp Speed actually had nothing to do with the development of the Pfizer vaccine. It apparently helped to develop the Moderna that's, vaccine. But uh, That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And I just want to say I appreciate you uh, getting the message out there and your rants and all the books and that you promote because I've gotten a real education reading a lot of the books, the books uh, that you recommended and the people that you have on. Well, thank and you, I've, and I've told, and I've told, men, I've told anybody that I know to check into your show and everybody else on Free Speech. Well, I appreciate that, and I'm sure Free Speech TV appreciates that. This is, I mean, this is the most important way, the most effective way, I think, over the short term that we can get the word out about progressive media is word of mouth is having having people like you tell your friends absolutely and for and please give out more information on how uh just grassroots community organizations and different things mm -hmm. uh my daughter has been interested in trying to figure out what can she do and i think you had somebody on i don't know if it was a congressman that mentioned uh precinct committeemen yes. or how how people can get involved and if you don't have that up on your homework page or wherever on your report i would yeah. love to see that so. I, I, put People at the top of my down. list the, the two things at the top of my list number one join an organization and probably one of the most effective ones out there right now is indivisible.org and and okay. uh, or progressive or pdamerica.org progressive democrats of america and number two okay. show up and volunteer with your democratic party and and, and see if you can become a precinct committee person susie brilliant okay. thank you so much for the call great to hear from you <laughs> thank you Tom. bye bye thank you Why do you think that the Republicans are suddenly getting religion about vaccine? Is it that they realize that their strategy just isn't going to work? That the market, I mean, you know, on Monday, when the market went down 700 points, I believe it was Pat Buchanan, but it was one of the, one of the you know, your classic right-wing trolls was out there saying, oh, yep, yeah, Biden isn't doing a good job with the pandemic. Look at this. Uh, you know, crowing. I mean, this was what they planned. But then on Tuesday, the market just said, hey, you know, we're still here. Most of the country is now, you know, has at least one vaccine. Most of, you know, 70% of the country has at least one shot. So, you know, a lot of people are just saying this is a crisis among unvaccinated people. And I'm not unvaccinated, so I'm going on with life as normal. Or is it something else? Is it, is it that suddenly they got afraid of being sued by families who, who had lost somebody? What could it be? And, and of course, uh, you know, uh, this, this health care crisis in the United States is just breathtaking. You know, we're paying 24% of, uh, of payrolls now for health care. If we went to Medicare for all, it would be between 10 and 14%. It would start out at 14%, and then over about five years, we'll get down to 10% as uninsured people catch up on their medical needs. So I, it's all pretty straightforward and pretty, uh, pretty amazing. So anyhow, Steve in Bridgeport, Vermont. Hey, Steve, what's on your mind? Hi, Tom. I, I actually heard this from your guest in the next hour. Um, the COVID consumer protection law, which Trump signed into law in December of last year, 
makes you liable for misinformation concerning the virus. Oh, really? Is that you heard that from Dean Obadala? I heard that from Dean. That's I did not know that. I I have a vague recollection of that, but I did not. So so you think that these people are concerned about legal liability? I I think that they're really worried about a class action lawsuit about misinformation, and I think that's why. Fox News was um, had spoken to the White House in the last couple of weeks. Also, mm-hmm. I think they were told that this is what you're opening yourself up for, and I think that's I, why the tune changed. I wonder. I wonder if because this all. I mean, this has all happened within a week. It's like, and it's just a screeching U-turn after a year and a half. And I wonder if the Department of Justice just, you know, created a. A task force to to look into prosecuting people under that law, or if some other you know some some other federal agency just took some action that that makes you know the the menace of that even more visible to these people. That's fascinating. Well, it's it, wouldn't it be? It's the epitome of screaming fire in a crowded theater when you're yeah. telling people don't get vaccinated and the virus isn't real. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Excellent point. Excellent point. Thank you very much, Steve. That's a, that's a good one. I'll, in fact, when Dean comes on, I'll ask him about it. Pam, uh, or Pan, excuse me, in San Antonio, Texas, or is it Pam? It's a pan, like, pan. A, like a frying pan. Yeah, okay. Or like the, yeah. uh, like, like Pam, the, the, the god. <laughs> so what's up, Pam? Or, uh, or Panama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, so uh, I, I don't know. This whole thing with Republicans and vaccines is just a confusing mess for me, like the entire story and their relationship with it. Uh, and I'm talking about like the far right community mostly. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, weren't these the guys that wanted to, you know, not even have to wear masks in the first place? And now Sean Hannity is urging people to get vaccinated. I don't know. It feels like a lot of the time when um, at the start when the vaccine came that, you know, why, why Republicans, why the far right didn't want to take the vaccine was simply out of fear. And it's funny that it's now out of fear again, you know? Yeah. Well, I just had another, uh, you know, just a thought popped into my head here, Pan. Um, that, you know, what if the, well, no, that doesn't really make that much sense. It's just that they're suddenly realizing that, that their strategy isn't working you know i mean i i guess i i guess i said this before with the stock market but but i'm thinking you know more broadly with just disease in general that that you know they were saying you know a year ago don't wear masks and now they're saying don't get vaccinated and they were expecting that the biden administration was going to respond to the increase in the delta variant by imposing mask mandates. And in fact, there's an article in the Washington Post today saying that they're actually having conversations about mask mandates at the White House. And so they're, 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 what they were thinking was, okay, um, the Delta variant starts going crazy. The White House steps in, imposes mask mandates or a vaccine passport you know, to do something about it. And that will give right. us and our right-wing buddies something to protest. We will be out in the streets. You know, how dare you do this to us? You are, you know, goose-stepping Nazi thugs coming door to door to take away, you know, to give us our masks and, 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 and probably take funny. away our guns and Bibles. But instead, what the Biden administration did was say, okay, cool. You know, if you don't want to wear a mask, that's fine. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you know, you're stupid, but that's fine. We can't force it on you. We're not going to force it on you. And so their whole strategy just failed. 
Diamond in Hollywood. Hey, Diamond, what's up? I uh, basically think that it is too late for the Republicans to get any satisfaction out of all of a sudden saying, you know, go ahead and get vaccinated and right. and everything. For two years, we've heard them say, oh, it's not a problem. So now it's a problem. And now the Delta is so much more contagious that um, I think it's really a matter of them wanting to hang on to the people that they have, their base. Um, and what I've been hearing from uh, people who uh, don't are hesitant about vaccinating is uh, the media, has, the mainstream media has been um, broadcasting all these breakthrough cases of sports figures and uh, you know, people yeah, they're have infected, but they're contact. not sick. You know, it's right. uh, they're not even but, getting symptoms, but they get caught in routine tests. And right. yeah, go ahead. But what I'm what I'm hearing from that from, from the anti-vaxxers and the people who are hesitant, yeah. which um, is that why get vaccinated? Because you know, even people who get vaccinated get uh, you know. Um, the, get COVID. the virus. Yeah, but but and, but um, when they get it, it's not even a sore throat. I mean, you know, it's right. it's uh, so. Uh, I mean, it's it's like literally ninety nine point five percent of the deaths in the last month nationwide have been from people who are unvaccinated. It's just it's it's uh, it's it's very widespread. So what you're saying, Diamond, is you think that even if the Republican Party starts talking about the Trump vaccines and starts trying to take credit for this and starts pushing vaccines aggressively that uh you know the, the cake is baked it's way too late they you know their 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 brand is the anti-vax brand now and it's not well, gonna i don't i don't think that strategy is gonna work yeah. that you know i think the the democrats have to push back and um say you know like over here for our recall election the governor needs to realize that um, he's never going to win Republican votes. You have right. to get more progressive and not not try yeah. to court the Republicans. Diamond, I got to run. Thank you. You're listening to Tom Hartman. Visit TomHartman.com for audio and video archives. Boy, lots of interesting theories here. Is it too late for the Republicans to salvage their brand? Are they going to be forever branded as the people who let a half a million Americans die? As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Lou in Pueblo, Colorado. Hey, Lou, what's on your mind? Just a, a side note, I got Dean's email and filed my own complaint, and it's very easy. It takes a couple of minutes. What I would say is you take his email and modify what he says. He uses a lot of lawyer speak. I'm an engineer. You know, just modify the words. But 
Very easy to file, so there's at least two complaints against Fox. Hmm. But uh, what I was calling on, I think the uh, what we're seeing with the Fox News and these others is manifestation. I don't think there's one cause for anything. It's always shades of gray. But I think you know, we know the Republicans look ahead and plan better than the Democrats. I think they're anticipating a Vietnam effect. If you if you remember, Vietnam was pretty well ignored until everyone knew someone who had been killed. Mm. And what there's which was probably around sixty seven was when that tipping point got hit. Yeah, when they they went from like to a half a million soldiers or something like that. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. But the same thing here. Now they're gonna have deaths in every Republican voting household and that's going to dramatically change Yeah. Lou, I just lost you. In fact, it just got weird. But, Lou, I think you're absolutely right. May well be the case. Susan in Decatur, Georgia. Hey, Susan, your thoughts? Hey, Tom. Uh, I think that the Republicans are trying to save face. They know that we've crossed the Rubicon on coronavirus uh, with the Delta variant because now kids are getting infected and dying. One just died in Georgia, five years old, that was in perfect health. In Marjorie Taylor Greene's district, and she just tweeted, don't mask children, and one of, and a parent, uh, or a grandparent, just tweeted back at her, wait a minute, a five-year-old in your district just died. I just retweeted that tweet uh, of that person calling out Marjorie Taylor Greene for that. Um, uh, Forgive the interruption, Susan, continue. But I really think that they've crossed a Rubicon. They're just trying to save face because if you add up everything that a couple of your callers have said, yes, it's racist. Uh, it's we all know that, you know, from the April seventh letter. Right. But um, they they're still pushing that kind of Steve Bandon like traditionalism stuff, right? Where let's thin out the herd to the the rich white people, right? right. Because guess what, Atlanta just had it is is. Covered up in Delta, we were the first state to have Delta variant. Uh, we're covered in Delta variant. We just had a concert called the Birthday Bash in Atlanta with 21,000 unmasked people at State Farm Arena Saturday, and they're having another one next Saturday just as big. Oh, no. Um, uh, Caribbean Fest. Wow. So it's Get all ready for an explosion. Yes, we are going to explode. And these people are my neighbors. My neighbor went to this these, concert. These concerts were for, for mostly children. black people? Is that what you're saying? Yes, yes. Oh, no. Both concerts. Last, I sent you, I tagged you on Facebook with the link to the concert. Right, I'll have to check um, that and out. And how big the pictures and the videos and stuff. I, I sent yeah. that to you. Thank you. But um, it, for all my... The people in Georgia listening, will you please go search up Stone Mountain Action Coalition because Kemp is up to some really dirty tricks. He's trying to build a four on the tax dollars back. He's going to build a 40 acre, you know, like 40 acre and a mule promise to the slave. Right. Uh, he's going to build a 40 acre Confederate playground inside Stone Mountain Park. You're kidding. No. This is, uh, he's just shouting out to the white supremacists. That's, yes. I mean, that's about as yes, naked as it covered. gets. Yes, we're covered over here in white supremacists. That's incredible. That is And QAnon incredible. is spreading, and especially through the black community. QAnon is really spreading like wildfire. Are, are you African-American, Susan, if you don't mind my asking? No, I'm... Uh, I'm white. My husband is Hispanic. Okay. And, uh, so well, here's the, here's the question. Friend, I live in an all-black community. Okay. So that that was I, what I'm trying to find out is how you know what what are the 
what are the parts of the QAnon conspiracy theory that are being picked up by people in the African-American community around you? Um, that they're going to be tracked by the government. Uh, I tell them, what about your cell phone? They're just oblivious. They don't get it. They're clueless. That the vaccine uh, is, used, is being used to track them? Yes. Oh, my God. The yes, microchip That is a theory. huge thing. Yes. And then, and then they're going to, you know, I mean, there's a lot of trauma in the black community, you know, from the experimentations and all that stuff. So, so everybody's real leery, you know, and they feel like it's being pushed and forced on them. So, but they are, there are a lot of, a lot of the QAnon stuff going on. Oh, that's so sad. That's so sad. This is poison. I mean, this is just, it's, it's cultural, social, mental, emotional, religious poison. Daniel in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Hey, Daniel, your thoughts? Above all, the Republicans are just all about money. So so if you just follow the money in the whole thing, Fox got pulled in, tagged with misleading the public, and now they know that lawsuits are going to be happening. So then they say, oh, okay, now we will kind of do an about-face and and start disseminating real information about getting vaccinated. Hmm. They don't, they don't, uh, th- that's what it's all about there. Yeah. Totally about See, so you think them. it's about legal they liability and money. The possibility yeah, that they, they can get hit with religion. lawsuits. Right. Yeah. And then all, also a little side note, because I know you're having uh, Dr. Wolf. Uh, Wolf Actually, he's not going to be able to join us, uh, uh, Dr. Wolf. Uh, I, I'm going I'm to talk about the topic, but uh, he had a, he had okay. a, a, a situation okay. in New York I, I was, that kept him out. Okay. I was just curious on what he thinks in general that people should do. I know he can't give advice and stuff like yeah. that. Well, but, he'll be back next week. But yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't give investment oh. advice. But uh, with yeah. The, yeah. And, I, and, and you don't want to take investment advice to me because I've, <laughs> I've been wrong more often than I've been right. <laughs> Daniel, i got to move along. But thank you for the call. It's great right. to hear from you. I appreciate it. Becky in North Berwick, Maine. Hey, Becky, your thoughts. Hi. Uh, I think it's the the donors. Uh, they were scared after the stock market drop. They're sick of paying higher wages to attract people. And if this variant gets even worse, they're they're going to have feel that pressure as well in the big businesses. Oh, that's it seems interesting. Like it's, I think it's too coordinated, really, to just. Um, just be a few that woke up, or yeah. or Fox. No, it's clear. There's something like clearly that. going on here. But but you're what you're suggesting then, Becky. If I understand this correctly, it's kind of the opposite of what I was saying. What I was saying was when the stock market dropped, they that was what they wanted, and you know a few of them, like Pat Buchanan, were bragging about it. Um, but in fact, it scared the hell out of the billionaires who actually own the Republican Party and right. and, and and are in the stock market, and they're saying, "Hey, guys, stop it." Yeah, I, I don't think they like, you know, they're having, they can't get enough people to work as it is. Yeah. Everybody's going to, more people are going to stay home. They don't like having to pay 15 bucks an hour or more to attract workers or, you know, and then if and if everybody goes back in, into lockdown, they're just going to be screwed. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, you know, crowdsourcing this is brilliant because, Becky, you're brilliant. That, that, that was great. We are getting so, so many fascinating ideas. Diane in Hazelcrest, Illinois. Hey, Diane, thanks for watching us on YouTube. What's up? I was listening to so many of your previous callers, and they sort of all just stole my thunder, particularly Steve, who answered my question about whether or not these Republicans that have been spewing out all these lies about the vaccines could be held 
uh, legally liable mm-hmm. for now admitting or are now cha- changing their changing their tunes about the vaccine. Mm-hmm. And uh, the fact that uh, in a previous conversation I had with you, you told me that uh, Fox News couldn't be held liable because they're a cable TV news uh, a station, but can they can be sued uh, civilly, can they not? I believe so. Okay, so that's that's one question that I had. And another question that I, and, and, and your caller from Georgia had mentioned these huge concerts that are happening in Georgia. Unfortunately, in the black community, I've noticed they are so addicted. We are, well, they, I'm not, but they are so addicted to social media. A lot of them may or may not have access to cable TV where they can get accurate information and they are exposed to misinformation by uh, Facebook and and these places. And maybe that's one of the reasons why they are leaving themselves accessible to this type of information and and willing to listen to any and everybody about not getting the vaccine. And I'm sure there's a lot of vaccine hesitancy in in the black community, but it's just amazing to me how people are willing to just listen to garbage. Yeah. It's it's happening across all racial groups. I mean, it's exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I realize that it is racially motivated as well in the white community. A lot of white supremacy is behind a lot of this. And unfortunately, um, this is is not I, I often wonder, are these people really that stupid, though, Tom, that if you're stupid enough to expose yourself to this virus, just by listening to somebody like Paul Gosar or or Marjorie Taylor Greene, because they tell you uh, that you, you know, you shouldn't get the vaccine. Are you willing to just just because they decide to change their tune, you're, you're going to go, oh, no, I can get the vaccine. No, I mean, I don't think it's going to matter. Yeah. Well, and that's that's going to be the sixty four thousand dollar question is, you know, when Republicans start and, and it's looking. I mean, if you look at this is like a, a, a real trend line. And so I'm guessing sometime over the next week or two, um, there's going to be a it's just going to you know, the dam is going to break. I, all kinds of Republicans are going to start coming out now. Steve Scalise, you know, and the guy in leadership and Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. And and Chuck Grassley just, you know, tweeted, uh, you know, this morning or last night, uh, get vaccinated. Um, something, something's going on and, you know, whether it's that their strategy to crash the economy didn't work or whether it's that they think it's going to backfire on them or whether they're afraid of getting sued and ending up, you know, millions of dollars in debt or whether it's that, um, uh, and, and Dean is a lawyer who is going to be on at the bottom of the hour. So I'm going to ask him about that. Um, the, uh, the, apparently there's this, uh, the law or, you know, uh, uh, policy that, uh, that uh, assigns liability. Well, something's going on here, Diane. Something's going yeah, on. Yeah, I agree. It is a fascinating time to be alive. Remarkable. Marilyn, in France, you're calling from, from France? Hi, Tom. Yes, I live in France. Ah, so what's up, Marilyn? Well, I'm just calling to tell you about the vaccine situation here. That mm-hmm. We do have holdouts, but it's not political. Okay. There are people who have bought, you know, the anti-vaxxers are spreading the usual misinformation about the risks, you know, when, when it's clear that the benefits outweigh the risks for the vaccine. Right. 
But most people are really happy that Macron did what he did and that we're going to have this pass. I got one myself, uh-huh. and, you know, it, it will free me up to do a lot more things than I have been willing to do since the pandemic started. I heard that some of the anti-vaxxers in France after, after Macron said, you know, you, you must have this pass to get into restaurants and things like that. Um, and, and, you know, sporting events and pretty much everything, mm-hmm. actually, um, yeah. that, that the anti-vaxxers were wearing yellow stars like they, you know, yeah, were in Nazi death camps. Yeah, some of them did camps. do that, and that um, was thoroughly denounced. Are these, are these people who are getting their information uh, off Facebook, or do you have an equivalent of Fox News over there in France? Well, or, I mean, where is this coming from? we don't have an equivalent of Fox News, but among the usual news stations, there are ones that skew more to the right, but they don't spread misinformation. So the other thing in Fran- in, uh, about France's you know, political situation and uh, the politics there is that you, you've got this woman, Marine Le Pen, who has been, her father you know, used to lead the right in France. Yeah, and we now know she about does. that, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, here in the United States, up until the last week, the, the hard right politicians the Marine Le Pens of, of the United States have been basically anti-vaxxers, or at least vaccine uh, reluctant to no, discuss it. No, it has nothing to do with politics here. Really? It just so yeah. she's she's in the favor of getting vaccinated I know too. That, that are anti-vaxxers are people who live in kind of remote communities, and the people all around them are similar people, and they just sort of bought into the idea that we don't want to do what the government wants us to do kind of thing and they're accepting of the idea that they can't go to places they'll say okay we won't go huh. that's <laughs> remarkable what part of france do you yeah, live in maryland if you don't had, mind my asking they had regional electric elections a couple weeks ago here and marine pen did not make any gains but neither did macron that's interesting so if you don't mind my asking what part of france do you live in and, and how does I that... live in what used to be called Languedoc, but now it's Occitanie, and it's uh, the south part, but so, southwestern sort is of... It, is it a rural area or an urban area? I mean, what, the reason I'm asking... It's rural. So, it's rural. I live near a village, but cause, you cause, can get to a good-sized city within 20 or 30 minutes. Right, and with great train service. Um, uh, the reason I ask is because what, the other big divide that we're seeing in the United States now between, uh, you know, the, on, with regard to vaccines, there's the Republican-Democratic mm-hmm. divide, but there's also the rural-urban divide. And, you know, in cities, people are far more enthusiastic about getting vaccinated than they are out in the sticks. Is that also happening in France? It's, yeah, it's true here, too. But even though I'm in a rural area, most people here are accepting the vaccines, but the people I know who are not live in even more remote areas than I do. Ah, interesting, interesting. Well, Marilyn, thank you. I don't know about people in the cities. I do have a friend who lives in Paris, and he's kind of anti-vax. He says, oh, I got it. I got it in January, so I'm not worried. You know, Mm -hmm. he's just sort of not paying attention yeah i guess it's easier if you're if you're already protected to be to pontificate <laughs> Marilyn, I, I have to move along but thank you so much for the call thanks for for uh for catching the program and thanks for the call from france no thanks for your show i love it thank you thank you uh ann in johannesburg michigan hey ann what's on your mind today hi um i just kind of something that was been running through my mind um is when mitch mcconnell kept holding out on signing the the last COVID bill Mm -hmm. um, because he wanted protections 
you know, liability protections for corporations for. Oh, that's right. Uh, I had. Do you remember that part? I do. I do. I, I remember it now. I had completely forgotten that. Yes, yeah, he. Yeah. I have a feeling that that that. And he never got those connected, somehow. Yeah, he he never got those protections, to the best of my recollection. No, he didn't. Yeah. So now all of a sudden he's changed his, you know tune on getting vaccines. I'm not quite sure if it's connected or not. It's just something that I had thought about. Well, that ties in, Anne, with the theory that an earlier caller laid out, which which had not occurred to me, uh, you know, which is why I'm, I'm so grateful to, to all of you, everybody who's, who's been participating in this conversation, we're crowdsourcing this, that um, some of the some of the large, including the insurance companies, some of the big donors to the Republicans are being hurt financially, um, uh, you know, their own personal fortunes, uh, if the stock market crashes or their or the corporation, they're being hurt by by the COVID by COVID getting worse. And so they're telling the Republicans, hey, stop, you know, we, we need this country to, to at least function so that we can make money. I think a lot of it also had to do like with meatpacking companies and different employee employer employees were getting sick. Yeah. And they were going to sue. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right. Thank you. Thank Have you, man. You've been listening to Tom Hartman. For audio and video archives, visit TomHartman.com.